Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. All right, all right. So I'm excited about today's topic. It's uh, not a favorite of mine. However, it's something that is a must for every man to understand. I kind of rhymed there, didn't mean to. But anyways, look, if you are married or you're in the process of divorce, separation, there are three main ways your, your wife might actually be manipulating you. So we're going to get into those. But before I talk about manipulation, I want to talk about the idea that when you come into a relationship with your wife or really any relationship, you come with baggage. You come with the dysfunction that you were taught growing up. And that dysfunctional baggage of how you were raised, how your parents treated you, how your parents communicated. Uh, did they slam doors? Did they use a lot of uh, sarcasm? You know, was there a lot of backbiting and gossiping? Like, like all of those things you were raised with then ends up being a part of how you live and act on a daily basis, especially in your current relationship with your wife or your ex-wife. Reason for that is because that's what we were modeled and we typically are creatures who like to mimic or model our parent figures, our authority figures. So the way they trained us, the way they taught us, not just with what they said, but how they said it is super, super important. So as you think about, you know, and as we learn about manipulation, as we talk about some of these situations, especially these top three ways, be thinking about, be cognizant of in your mind where these areas have shown up in your life in the past? Where did they show up as you were a kid growing up? And where have they also shown up in your life now? And maybe in some other areas, but like specifically thinking about not just your wife, but also your business, your job, your kids, right? These things apply universally. But for the most part, because most of the men that come into my ecosystem are really struggling with their marriage, we're going to start there and we're going to talk about how she's manipulating you. Now, before I can actually get into manipulation in terms of the ways she's doing it, I want to help you understand what manipulation is. Now, I'm not going to give you Webster's Dictionary. I don't have Webster's Dictionary in front of me. I don't even have a, a psychological DSM in front of me. What I want to do is give you, in layman's terms, the easiest way to understand manipulation and, and really the point of manipulation. Because we all been hurt, we've all been told about manipulation. Um, people might have even said you are a manipulator, or might have said you know your wife's trying to manipulate you. And let me help you understand. And this this framework, I think, will give you the best way of looking at your wife or anybody that's trying to manipulate you, and give you a perspective that maybe you didn't see before. Because most of the time, when we think about manipulation, we think about it from a place of such negativity that this person is trying to manipulate me and hurt me and harm me, and they're purposeful about what they're doing. Now, does that happen? Absolutely, right? When you have narcissistic people or people with narcissistic tendencies and personalities where they have no empathy and they don't really give a fuck about you, they will say and do things to manipulate you on purpose, and it's conscious, okay? Many times it's conscious. However, most, I would say most women and most people do not mean to or do not want to manipulate you, but they are. Now, this is where the rubber meets the road because most guys don't want to accept 
They don't want to accept the fact that their wife might actually be manipulating them. And I'm telling you this right now is that when we go through these three top ways, you're going to start to see how this is a pattern that plays out in your entire relationship. You're going to see how it plays out in your job and your workplace. Some of the clients I work with run multi-million dollar companies and they see how employees try to manipulate them. They see how managers try to manipulate them. They see how their kids try to manipulate them. I have been definitely subject to that because I have a sort of soft spot for my children and it's easy to let them manipulate you when you're not cognizant, when you're not aware of what is actually happening. So here is how I would define manipulation. Manipulation is just an unhealthy way to get healthy needs met. Let's say it again. Manipulation is an unhealthy way to get your healthy needs, sometimes unhealthy needs, met. Okay. So what that means is that when somebody's trying to manipulate, they have a need of some sort. And instead of articulating that need in a healthy way, they will manipulate. They will do something. I'll try to give you a few examples of this, but especially as we go through the, uh, as we go through the training as the podcast today, and we talk about the specifics, but let, let me, let me try to clarify for you. Say for example, a friend comes over to your house and they're looking around at your stuff and, and maybe they see something like a video game or a guitar or something and they go, wow, that's a really nice guitar. Gosh, I wish I had a guitar like that. Now, obviously I'm being super extreme, but what that does is it pulls on your heartstrings, like for some people, not all, some of you might be like, yeah, right, that wouldn't do shit to me. But for other people that are givers or easily manipulated or empaths, they would, they would go, well, gosh, I wonder if I should give it to them or gee, maybe I should buy them something like that. Either way, you feel guilty because you have it and they don't. And what that guilt is, is from the projection of their manipulation. So in their tone of saying, gosh, that's a really nice guitar. I wish I had one like that. What they're trying to say is, I really like that guitar and I really wish you would give it to me, okay? That's if they were being super honest, but nobody wants to ask for this guitar. Nobody wants to ask for the video game, okay? And that's an extreme example, but maybe they've said that about your food even, right? You've been at the dinner table and somebody's like, gosh, that, that steak looks really, really good, right? And you're like, yeah, it does. I, why are they talking like that? It's because they're trying to manipulate you. They want that fucking steak. Now, do all people do that in extremes? No, no, they don't. But this is our entrance into the way of the manipulation. So again, as I said, before we get into the three ways that she's doing that, remember this idea that when your wife is manipulating you, she's not necessarily doing it on purpose because she's a cold-hearted bitch. Regardless of the song, what she's doing is trying to meet unhealthy needs or meet her healthy needs in an unhealthy way, okay? Sometimes those needs aren't necessarily healthy, but most of the time they are, okay? The need for connection, the need for communication, the need to feel accepted, the need to feel loved, right? All those are healthy needs, but when they're trying to, uh, when she's trying to get them in an unhealthy way, they've got a problem. So let us get into today's topic, the three, way, the three main ways to know if your wife is manipulating you. Now, most of the time we deal with guys who are facing divorce, separation, there's some sort of main big issue, uh, an affair, something like that in the marriage, 
And so I'm going to speak at it from that context, but we can also talk about it from a context of if your wife is still with you and you guys aren't having any like deep issues, but she could still be manipulating you. So let's talk about that. All right. Number one, I call it this. She can't have her cake and eat it too. Okay. So for example, if a woman is having an affair, that means that she either has to let go of the affair or she has to come back to, and come back to the marriage or she lets go of the marriage and stays in the, the affair. Okay. What happens is many times when women are having affairs, they want their cake and eat it too. They want to be able to be, and it's not just affairs, but they want to be halfway out of the marriage and they want to be halfway in the marriage. And when you have someone who's halfway in, halfway out, guess what? You can't have any growth. You really don't have a marriage if that's what's happening. If the woman that you love has decided, I can't decide, I can't choose. And we see this a lot. About 60 to 70% of my clients, uh, their wives are either having an affair or have had an affair. And the wife just gets to this place of limerence where they just can't fucking understand. And they don't know what they want to do. They don't know what they want. They don't know if they love their husband anymore. They don't, they don't, know, what, they don't know anything but they don't want to disrupt shit. And so they want to be like, let's stay in the marriage. But even though we're not talking to another client today, perfect example of this, where she was willing to have sex with him and willing to be in bed with him, but wasn't willing to say, yes, I want to stay married to you. And I'm willing to work on it because she's confused. So a woman that's confused will try to get her healthy need of connection, of love and support met in an unhealthy way. And that unhealthy way is manipulation. Okay. So we need to be on the lookout for this fact that your wife wants her cake and eats it too. Okay. That can also be applied to double standards. For example, if your wife loves to go shopping and loves to go to, I don't care, Goodwill, Marshall, Zach's, uh, Target, wherever the fuck she goes to go shopping, and she goes out and she spends this money. And then when, she turn, when, when you say, well, I'm going to go and spend money. I'm going to go do my thing and whatever. And you go do your thing and she just unleashes hell on you. That's her wanting to have her cake and eat it too. And that is that she wants to enforce a boundary or a law over you that she herself is not willing to be accountable to. So think about that in a greater context. What are the areas that your wife has a boundary that she's not willing to submit to your boundary that's exactly the same mirroring hers, okay? That's a great way to think about this idea that she can't have her cake and eat it too. All right, number two, she says and texts things to you that are blaming or shaming. This is huge for me, okay? We call this the you, 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 you thing, okay? where she's always going, you do this, you did that, you said this, you said that, you're always gonna do this. And then what do we do? We get defensive, right? We put on the defensive posture. And instead of responding as empowered men, we, we respond like disempowered little boys, okay? And that's what we have here. The dichotomy is we're either responding like disempowered little boys, or we're responding as empowered men, okay? And if you don't know how to handle this, this is exactly what we do in our VIP program. We actually help you diffuse this power that she's trying to manipulate you with and give you words and give you things to say back that disarms her 
and gets the toxicity out so that way you can actually have healthy communication. But so anyways, here's the fact is that when she says or texts things that are blaming and shaming, that's like you and that should, you should do this or you should have done that. That's blaming and shaming you. What's happening is she's guilting, she's manipulating you into feeling guilt. She's manipulating you into feeling in a way that is lower than who you are. And that is a very, very powerful thing that women will use over men because they know that if they say that, it will get men to act, right? She probably feels like I've communicated to him a million times and he doesn't listen to me. So I'm just like, listen here, you should do this. You need to do that, right? When they start doing that, what is happening is her need for either control or maybe her need for, for something deeper is coming out. And because you're not responding in a healthy way, it becomes this blaming and shaming game. So we talk about this thing in our VIP program that's, that's famous in psychology circles, which is the drama triangle. And oftentimes a victim will come with this sort of blaming mentality and shaming mentality, which is that it's your fault that I feel this way. It's your fault that this is happening. I've seen wives uh, do this all the time with men that are successful and the man is doing really well and the woman is not. She wanted out of the marriage. She separated and she's blaming him for her financial woes. Now it's like, okay, wait a second. You left me. And now you're blaming me for your financial woes. Do you see the problem there? That's what happens when you have unhealthy boundaries. I've got some other podcasts and trainings on boundaries. You need to watch and listen to those because they will help you understand that. But when you have unhealthy boundaries at play, at work, in all of this, what's going to happen is you're going to get manipulated, okay? So when she's saying, well, it's your fault I can't pay my car payment, or it's your fault that this is happening, or you should have done this, you should have taken care of me. My favorite one is when they say, well, if you would have been there for me, I wouldn't have had to cheat on you. Fuck that. Hell fucking no. So what happens is when they use this shame blame technique, they're literally pulling at the most guiltiest parts of you, right? Because all men know we failed. All men know that we fail. We are not 100% good dads. We're not 100% good uh, husbands. We know we fail, Okay. And so what happens is they pull on that part of us with this shame blame technique. And in us, we go, man, fuck, she's right. I haven't been the best husband. She's right. Maybe I did work too much. She's right. Maybe I didn't give her enough. Maybe I didn't spend enough. Maybe I didn't do these things. And you start doubting who you are based upon what this person is doing because she's manipulating the fuck out of you to think that you are less than who you actually are. And so you go from being this empowered man to this disempowered little boy. And when you're in the state of disempowered little boy, you're looking at her almost like she's your mom. And she's guilting you and shaming you into thinking that you're less than. I bet if I said, how many of you have ever felt this way when your wife is coming at you and accusing you or yelling at you or even just using the shame blame technique, you automatically start to feel like a little child. I bet most of you would raise your hand. And that's the part of us that has to grow, that has to be healed so that we can respond from a healthy way and see that what she's saying is her unhealthy needs trying to get met. 
In some circumstances, it means you just need to stand there and have a solid conversation where you disarm her. We teach you how to do that in our Empowered Man VIP program. And other times, it means you need to set a boundary that says, hey, look, you've crossed a boundary. You were accusing me of things. You were blaming me for things. And I'm not going to have this conversation. And simple as that, I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to turn my ass around and walk away. So that's the second thing. So number one, she can't have her cake and eat it too. Number two, she says and texts things to you that are blaming and shaming. Here's the final one. And this doesn't by any means mean this is the only ways that a woman will manipulate you. But here's number three. She says things to try to make you feel sorry for her. Maybe she talks about how hard she has it. Maybe she doesn't have enough money or doesn't think she'll be able to get a new apartment, et cetera. She's a grown ass woman, okay? It doesn't matter what's happening. She needs to be responsible for her emotions and her stuff. One of my clients recently, uh, his wife is having an active affair and he's trying to figure it and navigate these waters. She's like in and out, in and out, in and out. And she wants to constantly make him feel sorry for her as if it's like his fault that she can't make up her mind or as if it's his fault that she can't get her shit together. As if it's his fault that he's not a good enough husband or good enough provider or, or whatever. The fact is she's a grown ass woman. And she needs to be held accountable to those things, okay? If your wife is trying to make you feel bad for things that you know she should be able to do, I can guarantee you, you're being manipulated. If your wife is constantly making you feel that you are not empowered, if she makes you feel disempowered, I can guarantee you, you are being manipulated. Guys, manipulation is one of the worst fucking things that can happen in marriage. I know it's not a part of the, the four horsemen, but it's in there. Whether it's stonewalling or gaslighting or contempt or whatever, manipulation is a part of the whole package. Okay. And the fact is, is a woman that's trying to manipulate you either A, doesn't know it and either needs to be made aware of it or you've got to shut that shit down. B, she's totally aware of it and you've got to have some really solid hardcore fucking boundaries because without boundaries you are going to let her walk all the fuck over you i know that doesn't even make sense in english but i say it all the time she's going to walk all the fuck over you so here's the thing we teach this technique specifically to our empowered man vip clients both in the revive and thrive groups and we talk about this idea of a neutral woman if you can get to the place where you release your wife and you diffuse the power she has over you, where she becomes this neutral woman to you, where she's no longer like your wife, but more like a babysitter or a co-parent, you've won. You've won. And I don't mean that you've won to like beat her down in court or anything like that, but you've won the day because you start to recognize this person doesn't have to have the power over me that I think they do now or that they do now. Here's why this is important. Because to have a functional marriage, manipulation can't be present. Boundaries must be put in place. 
And if your wife is treating you that way, if she's treating you in a manipulative fashion, you must be able to put boundaries up. Whether you guys are going to make it or she's moving on, it doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the day, you have to decide for you what you want to put up with. So we say this thing on boundaries. Boundaries are what's okay versus what's not okay for you and for her. So how much are you willing to put up with? How much manipulation are you going to allow is correlated directly to your own self-esteem? Oh, fuck. I said it now. The amount of manipulation you're willing to put up with is correlated directly to the value you place on yourself. I'll say it one more time. The amount of manipulation you put up with and allow and tolerate is directly correlated to the value you place on yourself. Guys, you must see your own value. That is the only way to become empowered. If you want to be an empowered man, if you're tired of living like a disempowered little boy, you have to see the value that you are. And how does that happen? It comes through a new vision. It comes through new habits. And it comes through putting yourself in a new environment with other men that are going to not just support you, but call you to a higher fucking level. Some of you have got to stop doing this shit on your own and you've got to level yourself up and realize that it's not about saving your marriage. It's not about even just trying to make your marriage work because all you're doing is living from a place of fear. You're tapping into the wrong energy. You're not tapping into the, to the positive or the light energy. You're doing it out of a place of fear out of, as, a, as opposed to a place of abundance. Fear says, I must save, I must hold on, I must grip. Whereas love says, I must release, I must welcome, I must be patient, I must be ready. And if that person decides not to come back, I will be okay because it doesn't make me any less of a man. It doesn't make me any less of a person. I will have lost, I will grieve, but I will fucking move on and I will be okay. And matter of fact, I will try to be 10 times better than I was before because I will leverage the tears. Guys, I loved saying this thing all the time. It's time to put an ROI on the tears that you've cried. It's time to leverage those tears and get an ROI on that investment. If you're ready to do that, let us know. Hey, I'm so glad that you listened. This is my talk on manipulation. Hey, if what you heard today really resonated with you and you want to connect with me, then here's what I want you to do. Pull out your phone right now and go to empoweredman.co slash group. That's empoweredman.co, not com, .co slash group. So you can join our free Facebook group and connect with me there. We also have a ton of free content and trainings in that group to help you when you join. So until then, this is Mark signing off on Empowered AF.